You're listening to the Annuity Agents Podcast with Anthony Owen. Anthony is the co-founder of a $20 million per year annuity agency, president of Annuity Agents Alliance and Annuity Innovation Systems, co-founder of Safe Money Radio Marketing, and monthly contributor to ThinkAdvisor. Each week, Anthony and his partners at Annuity Agents Alliance update you on the annuity business with marketing, sales tools, sales process, and case design strategies. Before we get started, hit that like button and subscribe so you don't miss information that will help you build your annuity business. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Annuity Agents Podcast. This is Anthony Owen with your uh, guest host, Derek Easton. How are you doing today, Derek? I'm doing great. Uh, happy to be here. And uh, we're going to talk today about a partner of ours that did $40 million in production last year off of an average lead count of 3.66 leads per week. And uh, how he did that and some of the key points that you guys should be focusing on um, before we do that, if you're looking for the notes, make sure and download them at annuityagentsalliance.com. Wherever you're listening to this, look for a link to those to our website and where those notes are located. And then if you're listening on YouTube or any, uh, any uh, Spotify or iTunes or anything like that, where you can hit a like button, we appreciate that. Uh, and subscribe so you can get notifications of new podcasts. That'd be great. And... Uh, so let's go ahead and uh, just move into, uh, before we get started with the main subject today, let's talk a little bit about something we have coming up. Derek, uh, why don't you introduce uh, our listeners to uh, this radio conference we have coming up? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a couple couple really exciting things here to start off 2022. You know, if you have ever been curious about you know, becoming a radio host, or if that was something that interests you, uh, we have a, a fantastic radio conference event coming up here in just a few weeks in Denver, March 3rd and 4th. Um, and if so, if, if that's, if, if that falls to you and, and, and you're interested in, in potentially learning more, definitely reach out to us. Uh, one of our marketers would be happy to, to give you the specifics on it. Uh, it will be held at the, uh, the Westin Hotel that's attached to Denver International Airport. So uh, you just fly in and, and uh, just walk through the, the main concourse and, and the hotel is attached to the airport. Super convenient and, um, and, and really a great, a great event. We'll kind of reveal the program and the man behind the curtain. And uh, you'll be able to hear from some of our, our radio uh, agents and how our radio program has, has helped them uh, take their business to new heights and how it can do the same for you. So really a fantastic event. And we'd love, love for you to attend. Obviously, uh, you know, it's not right for everyone, but, but uh, you know, our, our, our sales team and marketers can talk to you about those qualification details. And uh, you know, we'd love to have, uh, we'd love to have you attend. Yeah. And if it is right for you, we will be paying for all expenses, reimbursing up to a certain amount of airfare and covering the lodging. Uh, great hotel too. You get to see the Rocky Mountains in their full glory with snow on them from your hotel room. Um, and then we'll have some, uh, like Derek said, some uh, of our radio hosts there. I'll be speaking as well, but uh, I always like hearing from our actual radio hosts and experience that they've had. And I think you'll find a lot of value from that. Uh, so we kind of like to work on the principle of 
uh, crawl, walk, run. And if radio is not right for you at this moment, we'd still love to work with you because a lot of the radio hosts that we have on the air today uh, started uh, with us with other marketing systems, internet leads or any of the systems that we have. And then because we specialize in helping our partners uh, drive case size and closure rate, uh, then uh, we help them get capitalized so they can do radio because uh, you got to start someplace and radio is one of those things that can really uh, become a big part of your business, but not everybody starts there. So it's not like we're just whale hunting. And if you don't, you know, fall into this certain category of uh, producer that we don't want to work with you, we want to help you get to that level. So uh, hopefully you can make us once again, uh, Thursday, March 3rd and Friday, uh, March 4th, fly in on the 3rd. Uh, so hope you can join us. And then to help uh, you get there, if you get uh, working with us right away, we might be able to give you a little bonus money to, to help uh, pay for radio if you're not ready to go on. So tell us about that, Derek. Yeah, absolutely. So this is something that we've done uh, several years running. We call it our tax relief expense reimbursement incentive. Uh, just a, a way for us to, to thank our, 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 our partnership uh, agents. And um, the way it works is um, any, any agent that does 350000 in issued FIA business during the period of March, or excuse me, of January 1st, through March 15th of the year, then we give a, a maximum of a quarter percentage of our override back to you, the agent, uh, typically about 25 basis points for uh, regular surrender period ages. Uh, so really just a, a thank you and a way that, to help offset the, the burden from, uh, from Uncle Sam. So exciting thing. And, and uh, you know, we've got a lot of agents that have already qualified for it, right, Anthony? Yep. And once again, back to dollar one. So once you hit that 350, we go back to dollar one and pay you a bonus. And I think we're going to have a record year on a bonus. Uh, you know, in 2020, uh, we grew, as we've mentioned, we grew by 4%. Felt like we worked twice as hard. Last year, we grew by 30%. And this year, we're well on our way to growing over 30%. And what that means is that all the partners that we work with are growing too. It's not just a matter of us bringing on new agents. Uh, we have agents breaking, bringing on uh, record levels of production. And uh, so we want to give back on that. Uh, speaking of agents with record levels of production, we, uh, I'd like to talk today about branding and how important that is as part of your marketing in your business. And so we do this thing called Hello Partners, and I've been doing that since I think 2011, at least. I have archives of all these emails. Uh, and as I mentioned a couple, uh, about a month ago on one of our podcasts, I'm going to be going through uh, some of our archive emails, but this one's actually a new one. And our partner, Brad, who's on the radio with us, uh, mentioned that uh, last year, he did $40 million in annuity production from our radio marketing. And that was on an average lead count of 3.66 leads per week. And uh, something came up. So, you know, he sent me this email. I reshared it with our partners, made some comments, and you'll see some of those in, in the notes here. But, um, you know, one of our partners felt discouraged by that email. And 
I would imagine that he was just the one that was willing to say something about it. And there's probably a lot of our partners that feel the same way. And they might feel like an email like this, you know, touting production is bragging. Um, or it just might them feel, make, make them feel like, you know, they're not as good in comparison to this agent that we value this agent more than them. Um, or that we're measuring people by production and that couldn't be farther from the truth. You know, we're all in different life stages. Uh, we all have, you know, different, uh, businesses. Some of you are focused more on, uh, Medicare products and have thriving, uh, Medicare businesses, uh, that require a lot of time. You know, every time open enrollment comes around, you're basically taken out of the annuity business. Uh, so, you know, maybe you don't, you don't have time to produce as much production as Brad or some of our other top annuity producers, uh, or maybe just you're, you're in a different life stage, you know, Brad's one age, you're another, you've been doing this for 30 years. Um, you know, some of our partners are in their seventies and even late seventies, and they're still plugging away, but they're not going to have the energy or the desire to go out and have the number of appointments necessary to produce 40 million a year necessarily. And, you know, I'm not going to have that energy or desire either when I get to that age. So there's nothing wrong with that. And I think it's really important for you to know that if you are partnered with us or anybody, nobody should be judging you based on, you know, someone else's production. This is not, you know, to me, this is not a contest between one partner and another. It's really about people and about process. And when we can point out the success of a person, we're not doing that to compare you to that person or to uh, tell you you need to be that person. We're doing it to show you that maybe there's something you can learn and make yourself better. You know, so what does that look like? What does better mean? You know, well, maybe it means that, you know, you have the same level of production, but you do it by meeting with fewer people because you increase your case size and your closure rate, which allows you more free time to enjoy your partial retirement, right? So it doesn't have to be more production. We're not saying if you're a $4 million producer that you need to be a $6 million producer and look at this agent, you know, why don't you get your, you know, took us in gear and, and get your production up. We're saying, how can you learn from this producer who's obviously got a lot of efficiency in their business because there's no way to have that level of production unless uh, you have efficiency and uh, how could that make your business better? However, that is determined by you. It's your business, right? We're just partners that are trying to help and to make your business better, but it's up to you what better means, whether that again is uh, more efficiency and, and making more money and in, in, in less time. So you have more time to do things that are more important than money or whether that means taking yourself to that $40 million level of production. Maybe you want to be like Brad and, and we're fine either way. Yeah. You should know that, that uh, we're not judging you. And, you know, 
man, if you're with someone who is judging you based on your production or constantly points to their production as, uh, you know, something that has to be achieved, then you might want to reconsider motivations uh, in your partnerships because um, that to me isn't really what a partnership is. A partnership is me coming to you, meeting you where you are, finding out what you want to do with your business and then helping you get there, not helping you to get to someone else's goals, but to get to your goals. Um, but there is something, something to learn from Brad. And so that's what we're going to go over today. Uh, and I'm not mentioning Brad's last name because this is a public forum, but those of you who are with us know who I'm talking about. One thing that Brad is an expert at is branding. Uh, like I said, he's been on the radio with us since 2012. 100% of his marketing is from the radio. He doesn't blow lead counts out of the water. He operates off of a relatively small uh, lead count. But Brad uses radio and all types of branding and credibility building to their absolute maximum. And... Uh, you know, a lot, I think a lot of partners that we work with want to do that, but they don't know where get, to get started. It just, it seems a little overwhelming. You know, how do I build a brand and reputation that allows my business to operate easier? In other words, business just comes to me because if you're going to, if you're going to make more money with fewer people in less time, uh, you need your business to be doing some of the work for you, right? It can't be all about you. It has to, you have to have assets in place that make your job easier because there's only so many hours in a day. And, you know, I kind of look at this in the same way I look to losing weight. Um, you know, I used to weigh 275 and, and uh, I was uh, not happy with my current circumstances. So, uh, I went on a really strict weight loss uh, situation and uh, got down to around 200 and, you know, how it is gained a few back since then, but, you know, I'm working on it. Uh, it used to be a buck 45 when I met my wife. So, you know, I still have some work to, to do to get back to there. Uh, but, you know, when I looked at when I was 275, I, I just was overwhelmed with the prospects of losing weight. Like, it just seemed unachievable. And then I realized that I had to make incremental goals, which was basically one pound at a time. So what can I do today to lose one pound? What can I do tomorrow to lose one pound? What can I do two weeks from now to lose another couple of pounds? And I realized that this isn't something that I can do if I try and get to my end goal. It's something I have to do on a daily basis and then, you know, if I don't hit my daily goal, then I just need to do the same, do it, get right back on track tomorrow and start working on it. Branding's kind of the same thing because it's made up of so many different components and you can't do all of them at once. I mean, in my business, I'm constantly doing things to improve my branding and my credibility with the partners that I'm trying to attract and it's a constant to-do list. It never stops. But what you have to do is you have to get started, right? You have to do incremental little things to build up your branding and your reputation so that when people are viewing your business through you, that they 
have confidence in your ability to help them based on that branding and credibility. So, you know, you can start with really small things and, uh, you know, this is kind of be the year that I, you know, keep on reminding people to ditch your AOL email address, ditch your Gmail address. They're tracking you anyway. You don't want that. Um, uh, in fact, with, with uh, Google, it's quite dangerous because, you know, if you send an email to your client and that content's being tracked, then ads for your competitors could potentially show up and uh, distract your client away from you. So I would definitely get rid of Gmail. Um, but, you know, get a URL, get a professional email address. Let's just start with there. And if you're already there, let's start with something else. And think about this in terms of where do you want your business to be five years from now? It's not getting all these things in place right away, but where do you want your business five years from now? Do you want your business to be easier uh, than it is today? You know, do you want cases to close quicker and case sizes to close larger? And do you want to have less objections when you're uh, compelling people to act on concepts that you want them to buy into? Do you want to be working harder or not be working as hard? And the bottom line is when you look at top producers or anybody that's creating efficiency in their business, they're doing it in a way that makes their business easier because that's really uh, the only way to gain efficiency. You have to do more uh, in a shorter period of time. So let's, let's just start with something that uh, would move us in that direction. Now, here's the thing. We can do all of this for you. So that makes it even better, right? So you don't have to figure out how to do these things. Uh, we can do those for you. Uh, for example, we can do things like put you on annuity.com as one of our agent partners. We can uh, put you as a, a published author on annuity.com. We can do press releases for you. Uh, we can do uh, landing pages and we can publish you on ThinkAdvisor. <coughs> we can do a lot of different things to start increasing your internet uh, reputation and that will allow you to start that process. Um, you know, so looking at Brad's email here, this January, he's written 26 annuities already in 18 days, you know, which seems almost impossible, but you know, 100% of those were from radio. And one of the things that Brad has done, in addition to all the things that I just mentioned and so much more, is he utilized first our Safe Money Radio book. So when he started uh, working with us on radio, we have a book called um, The Safe Money Book. And then he got his picture and his bio on that book. And then he used that as a handout instead of a business card. So every client he met with got the book and even some he didn't meet, he got with the book. He would mail them out books. So he knew that it was important to invest in the uh, extra cost of creating credibility and branding by supplying people a book. And the great thing about that is people remember uh, when you hand them a book, they don't throw it away. It's on the coffee table or the kitchen table when you return. It creates referral business. 
And so, you know, if you're really busy, you're going to go about through a hundred of these books a year. So it's going to cost you somewhere around 500 to $700, depending on how many books you buy. But, you know, what kind of business is that going to bring you over the next five, 10 years, right? And then let's take it up another notch. So Brad said, you know what, if using someone else's book is good, I bet using my own book is even better. So we set him up with our book writer who goes through an interview process and interviews uh, the partner and helps them create a book from their own content, but in an interview mode. So you don't have to worry about, you know, the fine details of writing a book, which could be quite challenging <laughs> if you're like me. Um, you know, the only reason I'm able to write anything these days is because of Grammarly, <laughs> because it edits all my content for me, but they make it easy. They interview you, you get to create your own book and that adds another level of credibility. Well, guess what? Just because you're a book author doesn't mean that you want all the credibility coming from you. How about if you took someone else that had tons of credibility and then you capitalized off of their credibility and added that to your business? So you not only hand out your, client, uh, your clients a book from you, but you hand out a book from someone else who has much more credibility. And that's where Tom Hagna comes in. So Tom Hagna's partnered with us for our radio show. And so for those partners who uh, ordered Tom's books, they can have Tom actually be a guest on their radio show and uh, so you get to ask Tom questions and Tom gives answers. And then his uh, notoriety, notoriety through PBS and having written three or four books himself and done countless uh, workshops and webinars and uh, all of his online content and everything, you're able to capitalize off of his credibility and branding by having your picture and bio on his book and handing that out and also offering it on your radio show or whatever marketing you're doing. And then uh, turning people to Tom's content. So you're handing them his book and you're showing your association with Tom through that book. And then you're pointing him to his videos. Uh, and because of that association, you're not pointing people away from yourself, you're pointing them through a partnership. And uh, that allows Tom to be able to help you compel your clients to commit to solutions that drive up case size and closure rate. Because if you ever ever looked at Tom's content, it's very purpose driven, income floor driven content that uh, would cause someone to want to solve a major problem in a permanent way, which would be filling an income gap. So you add the annuity.com credibility, uh, you add other credibility, like Brad is also part of Ed Slot. He's partnered with Tom Hagna. He's got press releases, he's got landing pages, he's got um, you know, a website with tons of video content and everything that we helped him with. And now anytime he's marketing and someone goes to vet him online, uh, they are seeing tons of brand building, credible content. He utilizes our retire village system, which drips on his clients every uh, two weeks. Uh, and then he gets a report every day that shows who came to his website and what web pages they looked at. Uh, 
So we are literally just flooding the internet, flooding all of his marketing with content that both we've helped him with and content that he's created. And he uses that content to build credibility and confidence with his clients. Uh, and that's how you do $40 million in one year with an average lead count of 3.66 leads per week. How did he do that? By starting in 2012. Basically, that's it. He started and he added and he added and he added to his uh, content and his brand and then it eventually turned into a snowball that just kept on getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And now he gets calls uh, from clients that uh, listened to his radio show six years ago and, uh, or he gave out a book six years ago and they're, you know, transition in their life and they're going to that book and they're calling his phone number uh, because of this giant, credible brand building snowball he's made. Uh, and that's how you get started. So don't let the process overwhelm you. Uh, let us help you with it. So we have a creative services department and, and uh, we help you with web, web presence, branding and media. Uh, and then here's some of, the, uh, some of the services that we offer and some of these might cost you money and some of these might not cost you money. Um, you know, our, our hosts that are on the radio, everything that I mentioned doesn't cost you a dime. We do all of that stuff for you. And then uh, if you do 3 million in production with us, we actually send a film crew out to your hometown into your office and they'll do a promotional video for you. So they fly out and we pay for all of that and uh, do a really nice promotional video for you that you can use on your website and all of your online content and use it as a loop video in your office if you have a TV set up in your office. Uh, so we can do all that for you, but you gotta get started and you gotta start with the small things and then add the things, let, you know, let us help you with that. Uh, that's really important. Uh, and, uh, you know, I would also say, don't dismiss the importance of this too. I think that's probably a good thing to point out. You know, the reason why someone doesn't have a URL and a professional email address is probably because they don't think it's important. And I would totally disagree with you on that. You know, when I started our agency back in 2006, the very first thing I did is got uh, a professional brand name, a URL associated with that name, and set up our email accounts. And I wasn't an internet genius back then, but I just knew that I didn't have all the credibility and branding, branding I needed as a person. Um, and I needed people to see me as credible uh, to allow me to catch up with, you know, being credible myself, right? And then also sometimes first impressions, you know, if you don't, give a good first impression, you may never have the chance to prove your credibility to your client either, right? They might not even want to talk to you and you won't even know. And that's the worst part about this. If, if you're losing clients and you don't even know it's a problem, then you allow yourself to be fooled into thinking that this isn't important and, and it's actually extremely important. So uh, whether you're with us or not, you know, 
take this seriously, build up your credibility and branding, but uh, we have so much resources we can dump on you. I don't know why you'd want to try and do this on your own. There's, uh, there's some great content in there, Anthony. I, I, I really love that. You know, and one of the things I'm hearing from that is there's no one magic ticket to, to being a $40 million a year producer, right? The keys are to get started. Um, and radio certainly has helped Brad. I also love in there that he, he says there that, um, that uh, every client of his not only leaves with their annuity contract, but extra copies of his new book. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's not concerned with the cost of a book here and there, you know, a couple bucks for that. No, he wants and sees the value of giving his clients extra copies. Why? Because it's not like his business card that will just end up in the trash can, but the likelihood of them actually handing out that book to one of their friends or relatives that could utilize his, his services as well. That's why he wants to do that. What a great idea. Yeah. You know, some people try and save their way to success and, yeah. you know, you might think you're saving money, but what are you costing yourself in opportunity losses? I mean, there's so much margin in this business. The last thing you should be thinking about is trying to save money. You should be trying to, uh, capitalize off of as much opportunity as possible. So look for reasons to spend money. And that's, that's an interesting concept. Instead of looking for ways to save money, look for ways to spend money. How can I spend more money to get in front of more people and mitigate my opportunity loss? Uh, I think we could do a whole podcast just on that. Maybe, maybe we'll do our next one on that. (laughs) Yeah, that should be one of them. Um, So let's talk about this switch gears a little bit. Let's talk about product updates. We've got some things going on with Allianz. Yeah, absolutely. Allianz, uh, you know, is really trying to, to, to kind of push the limits and competitiveness, I think here with this marketplace. Um, And there's a couple of other competitors that have been going back and forth on this and and we like them. Athene comes to mind, but uh, uh, we like Allianz and Athene, both of them fit in well for a lot of our case design, but uh, the Allianz 222, uh, is getting a 35% uh, premium bonus. So uh, they've upped the ante a little bit there on that premium bonus, uh, which which is uh, you know exciting for a lot of clients. Uh, and de- depends obviously on their situation and what 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 the goal is. But um, that's that's quite the increase. I think it was 25% um, previously, maybe 30%. They they keep ticking yeah. up and going back and forth. We so. love competition. Yep. So <laughs> the exactly. more carriers compete, the better. Yeah, we also have some uh, increases in the in the withdrawal percentages on the core income seven, as well as the retirement foundation, uh, ADV. Uh, so both of those in, are, have been increasing. Who knows what will happen with increasing interest rates? Um, we may see a trend in this in this way, but you know, time will tell. Uh, but some exciting stuff there from Allianz. Yeah. And I think we will see, I mean, you know, with these increasing interest rates, you know, the carriers, it doesn't take a big increase in interest rates to really benefit the carriers. I mean, if interest rates even tick up a percent, they're going to be in a much better situation. We're going to see our products improving. So, uh, you know, whereas a lot of people are screaming about higher interest rates, I mean, geez, you know, I think I was yeah. talking to some of the other day. I mean, when I bought my first house, uh, interest rate was in the eights. And when my dad bought his first house, the interest rate was like in the teens. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, going from one to 2%, you know, the world's not going to stop no matter how Wall Street tries to pretend like it will. And, uh, but it'll definitely help out our carriers and help out our clients with some fixed income options too. So um, here's some, uh, just the data on the changes here. Uh, let's uh, move into some industry news and we'll wrap this up. So uh, 2021 sales highest in 13 years for annuity sales. Uh, a lot of those were variable annuity sales too. And it's, it just, my comments are read here, like, here we go again. Yeah, I can remember uh, 2007 uh, when variable annuity sales were really high. And then, you know, all of a sudden everybody wanted to get out of the variable annuity business. And uh, so, uh, and then we have the RELAs, which are kind of picking up some of that VA volume. And, you know, I call that lipstick on a pig. It might protect your downside a little bit, but, you know, you're still participating in loss and it's it just it always amazes me how, you know, Wall Street tries so hard to do what we do without doing what we do, right? And all they have to do is just embrace index annuities, but we don't really want them to do that because uh, the, the contrast between our business and their business, I think actually helps us out. If, if all the big players jumped in and and embraced our products, you know, then we'd have some real competition. So. Uh, FIA sales were up 15% compared to the prior year and actually uh, hit a, I think a three-year high, I think. Yep. Um, Yep. So that's where you kind of seeing, I think, increasing interest rates will uh, keep improving that. Um, And then I have a note in here uh, as far as uh, MIGA sales. Do not neglect MIGAs. Uh, You know, I've seen that as a huge mistake uh, over the past year, something that I've helped propagate as well as a lot of the partners I work with. And we just kind of, I don't know, we forget MIGAs, you know, they're low commission, low rates for the client. And we kind of judge our clients' wallets by ours sometimes when it comes to MIGAs. And, you know, there's a lot of clients out there that just, you know, they like simple right? I mean, they have enough pension money and social security money coming in to cover their expenses. Um, You know, their expenses are low, they keep their expenses low. So the the impact of inflation is actually quite low on them because they don't spend a lot of money. You know, inflation is, you know, measured, uh, you know, nationally and globally, but it's really applied individually. Not everybody has a massive impact, uh, feels the massive impact of inflation uh, on their lives. I mean, my mother-in-law has been driving the same car for the last 30 years, you know? And so she, she doesn't go very far. And so the thing's not gonna break down. So, you know, automobile inflation has no impact on her whatsoever. But you know, there's a lot of a lot of people that are simple, and they have their money in CDs, and they're getting one percent rate of returns, and they just want a little bit more. Why not, right? I mean, if the money's just going to sit there and not get used, uh, so Amiga is an easy way to help these uh, clients out by taking them from one to three. You know, super simple. So you know, it reminds me. I was watching Mark Cuban. Uh, on CNBC, this is probably about seven years ago, and 
And uh, the commentator, the CNBC commentator uh, asked him what he was invested in. And uh, he said, I'm not really invested in anything right now. I'm mostly in cash. And she looked across the table at him and was like, don't you want your money to grow? And he gave her a look like she was the dumbest person on the planet. <laughs> I remember it to this day and leaned into her and got close and said, uh, I'm a billionaire. <laughs> In other words, he didn't need his money to grow. Like he's not going to spend all that money. And I think, you know, we don't have too many billionaire clients out there, but I think for uh, a lot of our clients, that same principle applies where, you know, they have more cash than they're ever going to use and they don't need it to grow. But, you know, if you're going to sit it someplace, why not have it grow at 3% instead of one? So, uh, Something else in the industry news, looking at the Wink distribution here, I cut some things out of here to go over a, a lawsuit, a second lawsuit against the DOL as far as turning fixed uh, insurance uh, licensed producers into uh, fiduciaries. So, you know, here we go again on that. Um, you know, not as bad as the first time, right? We don't have, you know, uh, best interest contracts and all that kind of stuff, but, um, you know, the, the SEC has uh, used some language that would indicate that we are potentially fiduciaries by selling an indexed annuity whenever we're using ERISA-based money. And so they're getting sued over that. Um, and then uh, just like we talked a little bit about earlier, it looks like we're seeing a pretty massive exit from variable annuity businesses uh, Aegon is pulling back on it. MetLife is pulling back on it. And, uh, you know, I almost have to wonder if this is intentional sometimes. I mean, they, they sell these things on the way up. And then as soon as they start seeing, you know, the end of the dance, it seems like everybody wants to leave the party and get rid of the liability. And, uh, it just kinds of to show that, you know, how can, why would you want your client to be dedicated to a product that the carriers aren't even dedicated to, right? I mean, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, they see the liability of it. They know if we end up in a massive downturn that they're going to be stuck with uh, fees on lower account values that won't support the living benefits and uh, that it could cause a problem with them in their solvency and, and uh, not their solvency in, in the sense that they would go out of business, but just, you know, the, the capital surplus ratios and, and claims liability and things like that. Uh, and so, you know, why, why on earth, why on earth would you put your client in one of these products uh, when they can have something that's guaranteed? Uh, and then uh, another quick little note, Apollo acquired the balance of a theme. And uh, so this could actually uh, give uh, Apollo enough market cap that they would be put into the S&P 500. So uh, that would make them uh, uh, one of the largest holding companies uh, for insurance products out there. So uh, that's all I have for this week. Uh, I think we went a little long this week and I apologize for that, but uh, lots of information to cover. Hopefully you got something out of the content with regards to branding. Once again, we don't judge you based on your production. We judged you based on your potential and whatever that is. 
and, uh, and how you're working to achieve that potential to the extent that you want to achieve it. It's your business, not ours. We just want to help you uh, get to where you want to be. So uh, Derek, that's all I have. Uh, anything else for yourself? No, I hope everyone gets as much out of it as I, as I did. So okay. thanks everyone. Well, we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to the Annuity Agents Podcast with Anthony Owen. For more information on how Annuity Agents Alliance will help you build your annuity business, go to annuityagentsalliance.com. If you're watching on YouTube, please do us a favor and don't forget to hit that like button. Also, don't forget to subscribe and ring that bell to be notified of future podcasts. If listening on a podcast channel, please leave your rating and review if you like the show. The information and opinions expressed here by third parties or guests are believed to be reliable, but the information cannot be verified or guaranteed by Annuity Agents Alliance. The opinions of guests do not necessarily represent those of Annuity Agents Alliance or its partners. The prior information does not represent tax, legal, or investment advice and is for licensed financial professional use only.